0: Welcome to the Freedom Chaser Six Figure Strategies Podcast. If you're an agent or an investor yet to hit six figures, this is the show for you. We take a deep dive into strategies to help you achieve the goal of six figures so that you can grow up to seven figures eventually. All right, here we are with Alexandra Stoyanovich, Keller Williams agent, mom, and NLP coach. And we're going to be diving into NLP. For those of you that don't know, that's Neuro Linguistic Programming. Alexandra, if you could just give us a bird's eye view of what NLP is, and then we'll dig a little bit deeper into it.
1: So Neuro Linguistic Programming, it's pretty much saying on their own, is the neuro, like a language, like, so our thoughts and language be talking to ourselves, and how actually that's really programming our life. So, We, and that's like a statistic, I mean, not scientifically proven that is about like a 2 million bytes per second. We are exposed every single second and we are only receiving 126 bytes. So what we will really receive, it's really depend on our experience, the life experience. So our thoughts and many of this stuff will go through the generalization, depletion or deletion. So, like, we will either generalize, like, for example, you said you're German, like, oh, all the Germans, like, cold people, that they will say in Europe. So what really doesn't have sense, but that's kind of like you just simply label. And, like, uh, growing up, so you will just simply delete because something is either too scary, you don't want to remember, it just simply gone from your memory, like, never happened. And um, the version, like, it's kind of like when you making your own meaning. So like when we say dog, you will have a different experience of like picture of the dog than I have. And the key is that we really starts living that as a truth. There is a lot of different talks like about, you know, like a limiting beliefs, like negative emotions. What really changed my life is like a, a mental emotional release. That's a, technique, what's really releasing all the negative emotions, like as uh, anger, sadness, fear, uh, guilt. Um, so it's something like also releasing a limiting beliefs, because we very often running on our, I would say like a willpower. And I very often saying that willpower is same as a muscle. You can develop like, you know, if you're going in the gym, your muscle will be stronger, but will be limitation until you will said i really cannot do like if you expose it's the same thing with the willpower so you will have willpower especially in the morning so you're very good everything going well example diet so you're controlling what are you eating until night when you're completely depleted because you're on the job you're dealing with a lot of unhappy people let's say like that in some situations and then when you come home there is no anymore the willpower. So it's just you and your thoughts and limiting beliefs. And that's like what's running. So you also can be triggered, you know, like even in the positive way, it's like you're walking in some house or some restaurant. It's so recognizable, smell, and immediately put you back in your grandma's house, you know, like or something what you really love. That's memories. But also can trigger a negative things. That's like, example in relationship when the people breaking up with no reason just because they have like that trigger from the past and they will really act strange all of us i mean i was number one two and three i would say when i do something and i was like what the heck just happened like why did i react like that but there is something what is very strong and it's called unconscious mind and actually really controlling our life And another thing what I really discovered and was really great for me during NLP training is like real values. That is like running our life. The values really showing how we spend our time, how we value our time, what we will do with our time. And very often we don't know our values. We think we know, but then very often overlapping with wants. So, so a lot of people we just talk about that a lot of people would like to have a money but is it the money really the value like a, at least top 5 values what they will make them happy and that's what um it's kind of cool method to discover what's really running your show and very often like having a negative emotions. So for me, like a value of the money. So I had so much negative emotions attached on it through my life experience. You know what my grandfather said, what my grandmother said, like what I experienced in the like my neighborhood or environment when I grow up, the school, uh, famous stories, how money's bad evil poison like you know like all this like stuff so that was the first layer when i release about money so i i went to the real estate and i would be in some great production and then in like no time i was stop production so i was like really on that roller coaster like having like 10, 15, 20 uh, closings a month and then just dry out mm-hmm. on like zero or one or two closings and like constant cycle. So I was wondering what's going on and what's happening. And that's, I would. Say that majority of real estate agents do have these cycles of like a big production, or I am, you know, like, and then just. So what's Absolutely. happening? In my, money value. Just a
0: second, because so, I have a hundred yes. questions already. Um, oh. <laughs> so let me pause you real quick. Um, because you said something almost at the beginning about releasing your emotions. Uh, Mm -hmm. negative emotions and like mm -hmm. what what kind of process would somebody go through in order to accomplish releasing their emotions
1: it's very simple process what we are learning on the neurolinguistic training um like itself so there is like a two approaches let's say like that one is like when you really want to be coached and you have a breakthrough session And you really first like uh, choosing what area you want to work on, because there is a six major areas of life, career, relationship, what is romantic relationship, family, then personal growth, uh, spirituality, and health. And then once you choose the area, so we will do the breakthrough session and that will, we will, there is specific, like, it's kind of like really dive in. your history about what is important and then i'm catching phrases like very often people we said i was so upset i was so angry i was so sad there is like a certain pattern of the words what the person's using when they're talking about past and then also limiting belief so there is a one we're calling that greater problem what once that is removed everything else will be removed mine was i was I'm not worthy and whatever I did in the life so when you operate for I'm not worthy guess what's happening I was like a pleaser I was that little shapeless person let's say like that just because I never thought I'm worthy enough to be in the same level with other people so the next day it's like a negative emotional release what is kind of meditation slash relaxation when we communicate with the unconscious mind because all these emotions are really stored in the unconscious mind what by the way is 95 percent of your brain and it's really not about what you think and your consciousness and we have asking for permission of the unconscious mind to release that so then we're going through the emotions, like a single emotions, first the anger, then sadness, then fear. And we're going all the way down to the um jealousy. So that is like a eight emotion, what I like to do all eight. And on the end, we're doing limiting beliefs. So most of the time, the people are extremely happy or released. Um, I did so many, and I had once uh, one of my client, it was like, you know, starts like with as an agent, and then she she's talking about being raped, and you know, like from age nine to age 12, and that was for me like a really f- first time with something, you know, you're usually expecting, like my neighbor said, my best friend said, or some kids in the school, but that was like really deep like for my opinion. And then going through this emotion, she on the end really cried and she, re- she was so grateful. And she said, I thought I will never be complete. She always thought that she can, that she has to go and talk to the people who did that, that she always needs something extra. She was blaming on her mom that she didn't protect, you know, like all mm-hmm. these stories we have. Reality is that it's happened that no one's saying is good or you know like but it's happened and then just keep that like move on and for me that is some of the examples when i will never forget that that her life was back she could talk to the man again like you know like so she could re reestablish her relationship with the mom it was really very powerful and this is just one of the examples i have people being angry and then suddenly don't they don't responding angry anymore
0: mm-hmm.
1: because there is no that trigger like you're not charged i think sometimes the things happens you're not aligned with that you're you are not agree but you're not jumping like you know, breaking the stuff in the room and fighting and completely losing control. That's when we're talking about these negative emotions, what you release when you really have a high charge on it.
0: Okay, so I'm loving that you're talking about charges right now. Oh, I have so many questions. So, (laughs) so, I mean, you're totally right. I mean, obviously one of the... things when you have a traumatic experience a lot of people try to bury it you know and they try to just forget about it and unfortunately that's as you said most of your life is unconscious and unless you address it internally it's going to be there and it's going to cause negative repercussions in your life so i mean having some sort of Mm -hmm. question like you just mentioned is is extremely important so i'm guessing you have kind of a coaching program here could you give me an idea what that looks like is it a 10-day program is it a six-month program
1: so right now i'm in the program of uh, making a 12 weeks program what will be more relationship because my personal life i've got in the one point of my life stuck in the relationship and you know like when you're choosing to divorce or not divorce and looking of some my friends who choosing to have a divorce and then regretting so this particular 12 weeks program will be about finding yourself and being like really complete on your next step, staying in the relationship and why, or just walking away and, you know why so just having that flat line no regrets and another one what i'm offering is for careers and for the mostly for the relationship is like a one-on-one when i have a breakthrough session it's a minimum three months program but then extending to the six months and some people really like it so they continue after six they're breaking into an different areas so they will maybe start with career but then going in the relationship or whatever because that's the great results
0: following that of course so this makes a lot of sense so i imagine these these sessions are probably difficult for most people that are going through them but i'm sure they they're all happy they went through it once it's over right yeah um
1: the difference is like you really like when you going like from the mental, emotional release, for example. My question is, can you remember very first time? So the good thing is like, what is really different? You releasing that without being and talking again what's happened. Because like sometimes, not sometimes, every time when you're recalling the bad event, What really happened? You're bringing all the emotions. And then the funny part is that your brain really doesn't make a difference what is real. Did you really experience that again or you're just simply talking about? The brain don't make a difference. If the emotions are involved in it, that's it. It's just kind of another like, oh, yeah, it's happened again. So that's how the brain simply functions. Yeah. It's not fair, but... (laughs)
0: Yeah. like that well it's also you, you know like you mentioned emotions and, and thoughts too that's why visualization could be so powerful because when you visualize yeah. yourself winning a race or something you know your brain thinks you won a race um <laughs> so you can actually yeah. release dopamine by simply having a visualiza- visualization yeah. session um so, I mean, yeah, this
1: I would add, is all really cool stuff. Yeah. So, Go ahead. Yeah, so I would just add that because that's great that you said. So then once we have a mental emotional release, the next step is like creating ideal you. We're calling that arbiter. And that's like something that is the process because the the law of like we can say law of attraction or like however, is like once you delete something is empty spot. And it needs to be fulfilled. So you, if you don't create something new, you will bring the old things. You can really rewrite whatever we did in no time if you want to do that. So then the next step is really creating real you and putting in the timeline in the future. And that's where we're coming to the action plan and really visualization of your steps so that's when the coaching really kicked on but when you don't have these negative emotions anymore it's easier so that's why seeing like a benefit of having an NLP um, doesn't have to be like a coach but certified NLP practitioner in combination with any coaching can help so because it's a great tool to remove what is stopping you to be in action let's say like that
0: absolutely this is really cool stuff so when you're developing an action plan like you had mentioned before like how we value our time and you know like how you can change Mm -hmm. um, yourself internally right so when Mm -hmm. you're walking somebody through this process because like before we were started recording we were talking a lot about people having their goals wrong right like they're chasing money or something like that instead of Mm -hmm. happiness and fulfillment well Mm -hmm. How do you, like, after this emotional release, I mean, there's still probably a lot of guidance people need in order to get them to truly, number one, even understand what they want, because most people don't know what they want, Um, and then actually taking the steps to go there. So, like, how does that process work?
1: So, for example, like many of these, like we will do elicitation of the values, what is like a really finding a top values, like a five top values. And the five top values can be different for different areas. So it doesn't mean these are my values and I'm running them when I'm going to the gym, when I'm in relationship and I'm going to work. No, doesn't have to be, can be, but really doesn't have to. So. For example, the money. So for me, before the mental emotional release, the money was like that safety net. So I have a lot of away feelings. So I never looked on the money as something toward. It was more like, oh, if I have the money, then I will be safe. You know, I will not be on the street or I will not be homeless, whatever. So that's when you have top. We all have that safety net, you know, like whatever the money is. And then as soon as you reach that, you stop production and then you're going down. So once I have that mental emotional release, immediately like safety net didn't exist anymore for me for money as a value. So I want to give back. I want like my really big why and big goal is to have like my coaching business on that level that I can travel and really do this for free. So I really want to have like, of course, I will have like a like a paid program, but my also way is really travel a world and really working with people who actually don't have any, you know, like possibility to be exposed to something like this. So that's my big why. And that's now it's like so easy when I'm making money or I want to make money, that's something what's pulling me towards because it's never end. It's something great. And then also like for the people who say family, there is a part like a lot of people have a conflict of the values, for example, freedom and working like a money. Usually the money they're collecting, I have to work or I will not be with my family. And then the other like very strong value, it's a family of freedom. So there is also, um, it's called like a parts integration, the process, like a very simple um, exercise when they discovering inside them it's really like internal work when you collapsing these two values and see like a higher purpose of that so then if you're going to work you will not feel guilty because you're not with your family or you don't feel like oh my god i don't have my freedom anymore so you are literally one person you are not divided anymore on two and that's like absolutely doable with the coaching and everything else
0: absolutely well you know i love your freedom goals um because number one you're just like hey i, I just want to be able to help as many people as possible it's like i want to create a business so i can live and travel but ultimately you're you want to do it for free and i think that is such yeah. an amazing thing because i think anybody that feels because there's a lot of people that find success and they don't find happiness i think almost the majority probably. Um, I think one of the best questions you can ask yourself is like, what would I do for free forever? And try to find a way to build a business around that.
1: It's really something with that fulfillment. I will say that you are on the right path when you do something and you come home and you're so energized that you just woke up even after like maybe 14 hours, but you, every time you're just exciting to do more and more and it just kind of like constant you simply cannot stop that's what we call aim like like a goal what is never ended like mm-hmm. i i cannot really put in the words how much i feel fulfilled when i know i make a difference in that person's life mm-hmm. i mean i have like a monetary compensation but that cannot compare with my that personal fulfillment you know sometimes when you look at the people and you see them that struggle like maybe a year ago and now they're living the life they dream they're going uh, you know towards their goal and like I have people who wants to really make a big work from in Africa they're from Africa and they start making these real steps like it's becoming reality instead of just some illusion or dream of one day when I do this, when I have this, when, you know, like, so that's something what no one can take from me, you know? Like, so that's like every time, even now I'm emotional about it.
0: Absolutely. And you know, I I think one day should be today for just about everybody. I love a lot of what you said on when you said, when when you get home and you're super energized at the end of the day. So like a lot of people think in terms of ROI, Right, like return on investment, you know, which is monetary, of course, or ROT, right, return on time. Whereas, like me and my partner, we focus a lot on return on energy. So, ROE <laughs> is a word that we use because, you know, we want to be communicating with people. Um, we want to be surrounded with people that fill us yep. with energy, not people that drain energy from us. And also, you know, you want to find like minded people with similar goals to you, people that want to provide value to the world and to each other. And if you could manage to find these people, which they're out there and they're not that hard to find, honestly, because look at you. You like, you totally want to give value for free too. And you're focused on energy as well. Um, yeah. It's very cool stuff because, you know, most people don't think that way. But, you know, I think if you start by giving, you know, the, the value comes back later. You might have to wait a little bit, but the more you give, the more your value is essentially. Um it's a strong belief yep. that I have
1: like so i I would like go one step maybe back because there is a people who really looks r o i and what I really for me like my biggest achievement is to don't look the people through my own eyes and my own values. I really um looking the people as their perfect complete and like whole and if somebody really wants to have money for money and they don't want to donate they don't want to do they, they just want to have these mountains of money pile as a cash somewhere whatever i just simply stand for that goal so like because there is we are all different And like, I agree on that, that you need to surround yourself with the similar people, because that's like a positive, um, like your tribe, let's say like that. Because I, maybe even seven years ago, was really exposed to the very toxic environment. And I was declining, because the truth is, you never have a status quo, you either like spiral up or spiral down like but you are never in the so it looks maybe flat line it's like in that book i don't know did you read it slight a uh, slight edge when he's talking about it in the beginning everything looks the same so if you're making mistakes or good choices everything looks the same until that exponential curves and then it's like oh my god that person is lucky i'm not this is my life so that's when kick all that limiting belief so i really believe that whatever is your next step you need to find these five people who will look at you in that next growth.
0: i think you're so right about that and i love that you mentioned the slight edge i like to roll a couple other books in with that one the compound effect by darren hardy is very similar and so is um, atomic habits By James Clear. Like I think those books, Uh they're really the same concept, but I like attacking it from different angles because everybody has a little different perspective on it. But essentially, if you get 1% better every day, you're compounding every year, like by magnitudes instead of, you know, what you think you're doing. So you don't have to focus on the big goals. The small goals consistently over time are far more important than the big goals. Um, So thank you for recommending that. I have a specific question for you because know mm-hmm. oh, there's got to be somebody listening right now that is just crushing it. They're probably making 300 to a million dollars a year but they're not finding fulfillment. Like what would you recommend mm-hmm. they do in order to figure out what they want and where they should go?
1: Really like so there is like a different methods like you can go through the NLP, like you can go in the different energy work, you can really going into the meditations what for me is you really need to have a coach who will lead you through that because sometimes when you reach and something is missing so we can say for this particular person maybe the personal growth or spirituality is the area where they can work and grow because if they're not happy they will know exactly why they're not happy so they will say, you know, my marriage suck. I, I, I'm not good parent or I really don't have time. I, I'm fat. Like whatever is in their mind, but they know exactly why they're not happy. And then work from there and finding the purpose, going in that, that kids dreams. Because usually what you dream as a kid is, the, you know, it's connected to your purpose. Like, I really believe that you can be reborn. And we always coming on this earth with some purpose. we usually forgetting that. And that's when they said being inner child. Just go back into it and really find what really makes you happy. So for me, I would really highly recommend the coaching. And then also asking a coach what they're offering. I don't think that coach is not good, but potential is not good for what you are chasing for.
0: That's a great point. Um, Somebody else I interviewed, he was like, don't ask your, your real estate coach for financial advice Um, (laughs) or something like that. You know, you want to make sure you're working with the right coach and you're asking the right coach the right questions, because just because you have a coach doesn't mean they're the right person to ask every question. So that is a very important point. Um, I am loving this topic so much um but you wanted to talk about how you've ad- how you've used NLP in order to advance your career and I wanted to make sure you got that opportunity so let's talk about that real quick.
1: Yes yeah, so like we are talking when I starts like a real estate as an agent I got my license and it's a funny story going for the interview like so how naive I was you're just going in the office And they will give you the listings and you're kind of working as you're working in corporate America. And then the team leader told me like, uh, no, you're asking and you're like lead gen for the business. And you're asking your friends. I was like, how I will lead gen for it. I complete like blind spot, like no, any knowledge about that. And I really starts panicking. So when I start calling people because of my accent and like, I never sell the piece I was buying and investing in real estate, but never sell any. I had these talks inside my head, who will list with me what I can offer, like all these like a small talks. So my legion was like looking in the phone and finally picking up because I want to be my world and, you know, doing it. And then, please don't pick up, please don't pick up, please don't pick up. And if they pick up, like, I would be of oh, these people struggling, like, God knows what I was saying. Like, we all have these marketers when they call us. And it was like, hey, what? Why are you calling? So that that was one of, I was the one. Until I did, uh, the first was Landmark and then was NLP. When I realized that I I have a value and I can offer, so there will be always a client for me. As I'm not the best agent for any every client. I'm not chasing every client. And one of the most stuff what I got from NLP is my ideal client. I don't want to work with these energy suckers. And I call them energy suckers because it's happened a few times that I work with these people and then my five deals simply falling off. Like they're not c- closing they're bringing that so much negativity in and i was like i'm drained like you know i cannot explain to them and i don't saying they're bad people we just simply not speaking same language we don't have the same values we and i was like no so now when i start choosing my people i love it you know like you you love to call them it's not like oh my god i have to call these You know, like, it's... i just honest with that. I mean, I know there will be agents who will be like, oh, no, I love my old clients. No, I don't. Like, so... And there was, like, expression... That was on the beginning. Now I really do, because these are the people, I love them, the people who have very similar value as I do, the people who value me as an agent, so they don't think of me as some disposable, you know, just tech, like, to help them buying. Because a lot of people think that if you're their agent, they can call you in the middle of the night and just drop the garbage from that day, like, and all that. I was like, no, I will still listen to you if you're upset, but I have my hours and I still have my family. And if you don't respect that, that's fine. I mean, as I said, but these are my values and that's what I really protecting. So we need to know what our values are. So to be happy. You can do and work whatever you want in your life, especially real estate, um, and work with many. We are really exposed to work with all kind of people, and like we are just different. And that's what like for me like a biggest takeaway: not labeling people. Oh my god, they're terrible. They're just different.
0: Without question, yeah. I mean, everybody should be working intentionally to attract people that are not necessarily like them, but people that they enjoy spending time with. Like it's, it's a much yeah. more enjoyable job when, when, you know, you're not working with people that, you know, you can't stand each other um, because that's not a fun transaction for either side. Right. Yeah. You know? And you said something very important near the beginning there. Like you mentioned that you had limiting beliefs about your accent. So you were like afraid to pick up the phone, but I guarantee you every new agent has some limiting belief there similar to that. Oh. right? The, everybody has one, right? No matter what they are, where they came from. I mean, I mean, I suppose some people are just gifted and they go running after it. But most of us, we need to overcome these things before we could go and take our career to the next level. Um, so, yep. I mean, I really love that you address that. So I'm going to try to summarize what we've discussed in one sentence. Mm-hmm. Tell me if I'm close at all. But do you think a lot of what you do is help people turn themselves from a victim into a survivor?
1: That's hundred percent. It's like not survival. I would say to the winner, like survivor is still like that survival mode. I gotcha. taking from there.
0: Cool. Well, I mean, I, I think like that mindset though. It's it's so important, you know, because if you focus on all the things that went wrong, like that's the direction your life's going to go. If you focus on how you overcame what went wrong, I mean, all of a sudden the trajectory is totally different.
1: Yep. So like for me, it's like always win, like learn the lesson and move forward. Um, I realize how many people living in the gain instead of gap. I mean, in the gap instead of gain, and always comparing, so they're either in the past or in the future, but they're never in the now. And they're missing, like, that's why you're unhappy, that's why you're not fulfilled, because you're missing. You're either thinking what's happened before or what will happen someday. But I mean, what is reality, it's only what is now. Mm -hmm. That's where you live.
0: 100% agreed. Um Alexandra, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me. If anybody in the audience wanted to perhaps reach out to you for coaching or anything, perhaps yep. they're looking to sell in the Chicago area. I know I got a Chicago shirt too, but I have an abundance mindset. Um, how would they get in touch with you?
1: So uh, my cell phone number is 773 And they can um, email me on like a s t o j a n at icloud.com uh so that will be the easiest or if they make any of the comments when we publish that that i can really reach easily reach them and we can arrange something
0: absolutely tremendous so there you have it everybody she's giving you her personal cell phone number so take advantage if you would like to alexandra stoyanovich Thank you so much for giving us a glimpse into your life and into your business. And to those of you out there chasing freedom, freedom is accomplished one action at a time. Like Alexandra mentioned, check out the book, The Slight Edge, because if you can consistently take the right actions every day, you'll be surprised how quickly your life will change. Um, Check it out within the next seven days. Tell somebody you know that will help hold you accountable. And before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. So thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one.